Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. We're super happy to be here today with you again every Thursday morning. Um, you can find us, thank you, wherever you're, you're here from today, whether that's uh, Facebook or uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, all the things. We want to uh, say thank you from, for listening in, uh, regardless where you're coming from. Um, if you would like to join us live every week, we are here on Facebook in our Facebook group, Braveheart Conversations. So you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations. And today, Marie has a topic for us, and I'm super excited to chat about it. Uh, this is actually something that comes up really often for me as a challenge when people are talking about relationship issues and um, some of the frustrations that they have. And this is really our responsibility in our communication, and that is clarity. Um, it's knowing what we want right? We often are giving very mixed messages about what we want because we haven't even clarified what we want. Um, I know when I um, teach in my course Unapologetic, uh, one of the hardest worksheets that we do is our boundaries manifesto, and that is clarifying what, what our rights are and what the consequences are when those rights are violated and that's such a challenging worksheet because uh, it's, it's a question that we don't often ask ourselves, if ever. Some people never ask themselves um, what their rights are, what their desires are. Like Those are really important things that we get to take responsibility for before we can ever communicate that well. And so sometimes people put the cart before the horse and they're <laughs> like uh, trying to work on their communication but if you don't know what you're communicating, then we kind of have an issue. <laughs> then the other person's confused too. <laughs> very, very. Um, and I can think of examples in my own life where it was very um, push-pull. People didn't understand what I wanted. I actually broke down a lot of, uh, I damaged trust in my relationships because mm -hmm. I would set a boundary and then I would renege on it. You know, I would say like, for example, um, I don't want you to smoke in my car. That was a big desire, right? That was a boundary. Don't don't smoke in my car. But then, like, as soon as he'd get anxious and he'd get uh, start feeling that tension, right? Yeah. And as soon as like he would ask, you know, well, what if I crack the window or what if you know? And then I would give in. And so then I have violated my own boundary now. And so now nobody's clear. Now he can't trust that when I say I want something, he can't trust that I'm really, that I really want it or I really want it that badly because every time there's just a small little, um, well, what if this, then. Because people push it. on those. They always do. Right. So uh, it's very, very important that we have clarity um, and we know when we really want something. I learned as far as boundary setting go, goes and being clear there is if I didn't feel like I, I had to wait until I was really strong 
until I really knew what I wanted. I think one of the, the pitfalls that I fell into was um, getting angry about something and then immediately trying to communicate or set that boundary when I didn't even really have clarity yet about what I wanted. And then, um, then again, I would get into that pitfall where I would just not, um, I would, I would renege on my boundary. Mm -hmm. I would be inconsistent. So waiting until I really had clarity that yes, this was a hill to die on <laughs> and yes, I'm willing to enforce the consequences because if I just in anger say, you know, this is what I want yeah. and then I'm not willing to enforce the consequences for that, I'm not willing to follow through, then I've really disrespected myself and I've set the stage for the other person to then not ever take me seriously. Same things happen to me where um, it, the trust is the big thing is how can they trust me if I'm not clearly communicating and I'm, I'm doing that back and forth thing. It, it's confusing. Um, or um, one of the things I used to do, I sometimes still do it, is when you don't, you're not quite clear. So you're trying to say whatever it is, and then it becomes this big long story, and they're not engaged, and they're like, "What? What? What? You said something?" And or it's just this runaround because I might be afraid to say mm -hmm. what my boundary is. So it's it's those things, and then it, then what my actual boundary is kind of lost in there. So not having clarity also is confusing to people, yeah. and then they can't support you like it's very possible that person that you're communicating with wants to support you on what your your boundary is or what your request is, but they can't because, well, one, they can't trust you because you can't <laughs> trust you, <laughs> and two, because it's just not clear to them what exactly you're wanting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think um, for me, when I start to get into the like not being specific and I'm talking way too much it's generally I'm defending yeah um, I'm explaining um, it's not just a clear-cut boundary hey please don't XYZ mm -hmm. it's well please don't because blah 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 when I was 12 blah 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 you know it's like <laughs> you go on and on and on um, and then then all of those justifications and the defensiveness becomes targets where you can you can get Push into points, an argument yeah. instead of just this is what I'm requesting. Mm -hmm. So I found that um, the the more simple I am in just communicating um, my desire and, and a boundary a requirement, those are two different things. Right. Um, but when I am clear about either and it's just one sentence, <laughs> right? It doesn't have to be a whole description. Um, and I know I've shared before uh, one of the best acronyms for me, which is JADE. I don't have to justify, argue, defend, or explain my decisions. Justify was the big word that I came up with, too. It's mm -hmm. just, I. it is because it is. It is because this is what I need, whatever it is. Joe and I talk about... Um, he is a s slow guy in the morning. We call him Eeyore, and I'm a Tigger, right? <laughs> and his request is, please don't jump on me in the morning. Or, you know, I, I have to be very easy and calm and quiet when I've already been up for a couple of hours, right? I'm ready to go. It, however, his request is that, and, and I honor. It's very simple. Please don't jump on me. 
very simple, one sentence, and I'm very clear. And, and that allows him to get up and be slow in the morning and get his groove on and, and slowly ease into the day. And it's very clear, very clear communication. Um, he does say why, but he doesn't have to. It's, mm -hmm. It is because it is. No justification. It's just what he needs. Right. I also want to talk about how just because you're clear, just because you yeah. communicate well, does not guarantee that your message gets through, <laughs> that your message gets through or that you get a, a positive response. Mm -hmm. um, that has nothing to do with you. Your ability to um, know your boundaries and your desires and communicate them clearly has nothing to do with how other people will choose to respond. That's on them. So. I do choose to have in my inner circle only people who respond well to boundaries. I honor their boundaries and they honor mine. And that is a requirement to be in my inner circle. However, I have other people outside of my inner circle because we have to set boundaries all the time, right? Or we get to set boundaries all the time. And it's a beautiful indicator of the health of that relationship mm -hmm. when you set boundaries because they will inform you very quickly how they um what their true colors are and if they're interested in respecting your boundary or not and sometimes the response then is uh, dismissal you know well you're just making a big deal out of nothing or the pushback like on uh, trying to push i don't know what the word is you know like the uh, no smoking in the car. Well, what if it is? Yeah, oh, what if? Yeah. You know, adding those, mm -hmm. just little push a little harder. Mm -hmm. But maybe this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, I've gotten a lot of the, you know, you're making a big deal out of nothing. You're being dramatic. You're, um, you know, we can do, you know, this other way. Or um, I understand that boundary, but I should be an exception. That's um, or just blatant disregard. They they might say, okay, and then continue to do the behavior as yeah. if you said nothing. You know, there's a lot of different responses to boundaries that inform me uh, about that uh, relationship. And it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with um, where they're at and how they respect boundaries. And um, so, I mean, either, I mean, it could have something to do with me if I didn't communicate clearly. Sure. But if I know that I have clearly stated a boundary and those are the, the responses, that's not something that I get to own. Um, it's, and I used to. I used to think, you know, if, if I just explained better, <laughs> if I just... Hit uh, with a two-by-four first. <laughs> you know, but... but oh. There's lots of times I've, I've explained more than well mm -hmm. enough. It's been very clear. Um, and sometimes you get in those situations where you're like, okay, it's been years that I've explained this boundary. Like, I know that it's not a matter of this person not understanding. Um, I'll give a, a personal example. This last week, uh, a boundary for me that's still a little new um, over the last year you know I've had some significant trauma with substance abuse not myself but having partners and loved loved ones um, struggling with substance abuse and alcohol and and it really makes things unenjoyable for me mm -hmm. and and it doesn't feel safe and so this last year I gave myself permission to say my home my my space is a safe place for me 
and I am going to say it's a substance free and alcohol free home. And at first that felt like, ooh, can I really do that? Cause like everybody thinks it's normal. And um, yeah, this is one place where I get to set the rules that work for me. It feels safe. It feels safe. And uh, I got some pushback this week. Uh, there was a person that came over and um, they were already, they were already drunk, but mm. they had brought alcohol with them and um, wanted to bring alcohol in. And I said, actually, this is an alcohol-free home and um, you're not gonna be able to bring that in. Which is super hard. It, oh man, I mean, I get adrenaline. <laughs> it's tough, um, but I was very clear. It was just a, a very simple sentence. I'm, I'm so sorry, but this is an alcohol-free home and you're not gonna be able to bring that inside. And at first there was a bit of shock because people aren't used to having boundaries set that clearly. And like there was no wiggle room. <laughs> and um, the response was actually pretty condescending. And, um, so what is interesting though, is I didn't, I didn't have to get into a dialogue about it. Um, this is or justify role. it or yeah. Um, and it is what it is, but, but their behavior informs me if this is going to be a safe relationship or not. Mm -hmm. And um, that is very helpful. So when you communicate clearly, when you get clear about what it is that you want and what your requirements are, people's reaction to that is going to be gold for you. And I know that there are some women out there who say, and men too, but people that will say, um, my picker is broken. I just keep getting yeah. into these toxic relationships. Well, very often this is the key for you. If you aren't clear in your desires and boundaries and requirements, um, we often are accommodating. So when people react to whatever we want in this way, then we adjust ourselves for them. But I get to celebrate today when somebody has a reaction like that man did, and I can go, you know, I literally repel mm -hmm. the people that are toxic for me. I literally, like, they cannot stand me. Yeah. Which is great. I'm like, yay. It's clear communication <laughs> back to you. <laughs> yep. It's, um, I, I get to see their true colors loud and clear. Um, and in the past, I would have just uh, owned that as something I needed to fix, right? right? I, I'm being so rude, I need to adjust myself for them. No, no, you just told me um, very clearly how you respect other people, and that's really- Well, what else I like about your story, I like that you were very clear. Had you beat around the bush or hemmed and hawed and just kind of, it, it wouldn't have been that big stop, right? Mm -hmm. Right as you're opening the door, that was just a, I could just see that there are occasions that sometimes we are accommodating and we, we worry about either losing that friendship or losing that relationship or um, causing a, a riff or a mm -hmm. contention. A yeah, cause a scene. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to cause a scene. Being inconvenient. Being inconvenient. All of those things. And then, and then... And then we put ourselves in the back seat. And then what are we? We're going to be resentful. We're going to be resentful, probably pissed, and all these things. And it has nothing to do with them. And we're probably mad at ourselves, right? Because how can you trust yourself if 
can't clearly yeah. say what you want. And that was everything that came up for me. Oh. Um, I had the good girl voice that came up that was, you know, he was just mirroring that, <laughs> the judgment. Like, you're, you're a prude, you're stuck up, you're a snob, you're, yeah. you're a goody two-shoes. Like, all those old wounds and the, the good girl voice came up. Um, and I was able to just observe that. Um, observe that in him and observe that in myself and then there was that part of me that that is the goddess part of me that's like fuck yeah like you just stood up for yourself and and as much as I don't like being disliked um, I also really felt good in myself like and that feels better than not being liked it feels better (laughs) feeling good in your heart and your soul feels so much better than not being liked and it was like because i'd rather have a few good really good quality relationships than those kind of superficial Mm -hmm. yeah and they tell on themselves (laughs) (laughs) very easily yeah hi jackie hi loretta um yeah so that's very helpful to me is just it's that goddess that's like lean back observe and, and just observe the true colors and then make your next response instead of trying to manage everything that's happening and try to manipulate. Which is exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I could have then tried to cater to that relationship and save it and, like, you know, make him like me. And that just wasn't even... It's, it, that would be old behavior. And it just well, it's dishonoring even, to him, too. It, it is. It is, um, because that was where he was at in that moment, that, and that's, that's fine. It just it wasn't a fit for my home, and that's, um, that's so much of what I teach, too. It's not a matter of somebody else being bad and wrong and no judgment for the lifestyle that he chooses. It's just not what's going to be in my home, um, and, and so getting clear about that is so so vital what do you want your home space to look like what what requirements do you have for your home space what requirements do you have for your inner circle of people what requirements do you have for your romantic relationship and requirements can feel like an uncomfortable word it was for me um but um it's so important to get comfortable with that terminology because that is our backbone. We're so used to being soft and accommodating and those things can be beautiful too, but um, it's soft front, tough back, back as Brene Brown talks about, mm-hmm. soft front, tough back. And we can be very good at the soft front and, and not good at the tough back. And so that's more of what I teach is that tough back. Um, because especially for us women, very often we've learned how to have a soft front and not a tough back. Your requirements are your backbone. Um, your rights, another word that was really, uh, sticky for me. Like, I have a right to, um, but how funny is it that I can identify that in other people? You have a right to. How many times do we say, you deserve better? <laughs> we can see that in somebody else, but do we honor that in ourselves? You know, I have the right to a safe home. I have the right to constructive conversations. I have the right to not be called names. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many things. And when I get comfortable with saying, I have the right to this, and then it's my responsibility to set consequences in place yes clearly communicate and enforce the consequences when that right is violated and i can easily see that in other people but very often that's hard for me to practice so 
Look at that girl in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. And the people around you are simply a reflection mm-hmm. of those inner voices. So, they came into your life for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the conflict that you have with your partner or your, you know, whoever shows up at your doorstep, like the the conflict that shows up is, is simply mirroring that inner um, voice that um, the good girl or... Um, if you're experiencing judgment when you set a boundary, usually that is our own, that's our own hangups, mm-hmm. you know, well, I can't because blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah. What are some other things that come up for you around, um, communicating clearly what your desires are? What are some, um, conflicts that happen with couples when they try to set boundaries well i want to go back to the support because Mm -hmm. a lot of times women want support and they get frustrated when um, their partner doesn't and i'm i'm saying women men do too but it's usually the women that are frustrated that they're not getting the support well i set the boundary and they were wishy-washy about it and they get frustrated because they're not communicating it but but he doesn't clearly get the message. Um, one particular example was um, someone who was upset that um, she wasn't getting the respect that she deserved. However, when the boundaries would come up, then it was like, okay, right? Like Again, she could clearly see it in uh, the other people, the other relationships, mm-hmm. but not in herself. And um, so I, I'm just thinking that, if you want that support, someone to support you in what you want and you desire, if the more clear you are, the more um, the easier it is to support you. And um, and the other thing that came up was sometimes um, if you're not clear, it's difficult to trust your partner on that. So if for some reason someone communicated a boundary but not very clearly, and they said one thing but meant something else, Mm -hmm. then that trust, it's like, oh, okay, I can go do this thing. I'm trying to use an example without being too... um... Anyway, the, the example was one partner communicated, it's okay to go do this thing right and then then when that person did that thing they were like oh wait 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 I was just trying to please you right (laughs) Mm -hmm. wait 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 I didn't really mean that and you're going but how can I trust because I've I'm you know used to this communication happening a certain way and then then it was twist not twisted but they weren't clear Mm-hmm. And then the unclear the 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 unclarity the cleared what's the word when I'm not clear or when that person's not clear then I um then I don't know how to to handle that or um, my partner doesn't know how to handle that they can't trust what's being said and then it just gets yeah I think messy the honest communication is so honest there we go important. Because, yeah, if you are simply trying to please your partner, but you're being inauthentic, like you, that's lying. (laughs) Just pure and simple, like you're lying to your partner. If you say to your partner, this is okay, and really inside it's not, um, you're lying. And that is going to create mistrust in your relationship or vice versa. Um, 
It is and hard. It's old patterns, which is mm -hmm. really what happened in in this person's um, miscommunication. Totally. An old pattern came up. Would have never communicated that way, but it well, like, surprises you sometimes. That's what happens for me when my good girl takes oh, over, yeah. right? Because my good girl wants to please everybody else above anything else like I just want to be liked I just want to be loved and which I just, we all do right <laughs> but I just become a bitch to that right mm -hmm. so then what do I sacrifice I end up sacrificing authenticity I end up sacrificing honesty I end up sacrificing courage like those are the things that I end up sacrificing when I'm in people-pleasing mode you end up being resentful yes um, because then inevitably I'm going to say, you know, something is okay and it's not, then they're going to do it. And then I'm going to be upset. <laughs> well, you know, I, I created that. Right. So, um, yeah, it's very important to be honest in, in our relationships, even when like, even that when takes so much courage. It takes courage to say, no, that actually doesn't feel good. And I don't want that to happen anymore. Um, there's, there's fear that comes up. There's, um, you know, it, it took courage to speak my boundary about you no know, alcohol in my home um, because I get I get fearful of the response, right, that happened. Mm -hmm. And um, when I'm courageous enough to do it anyway, um, I'm being honest with myself, I'm being honest with the other person, and um, I'm honoring of all, all parts of mm -hmm. me. And the exceptions rule, because sometimes we do make exceptions. That's not very authentic either. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this person can, or this person can't, or they're my family. Yep. I've seen those, experienced those, done those. <laughs> yeah. Where, oh, it's just my family, so it's okay. Because that pattern has been going on for a really long time. So we give them some kind of a... What do you call it? A pink slip? <laughs> yeah, a pass. Pass. Oh, that's mm -hmm. it. Pass. Give them a pass. Yeah. Um, I think that this comes up a lot with family for sure. Um, Sometimes friends that you don't want to lose. Or spouses. You know, I, I feel like this is a big one that, you know, because they're XYZ, I should be patient. I should be more accommodating. <laughs> you know, all the things. Um, but... The thing is, your boundaries have no power if you give someone an exception. Mm -hmm. um, if there are no consequences when a right is violated, um, you've given that person then the power to rule your life. Um, you're at their mercy, and that's a very unloving position to be in. Mm -hmm. And um, until we can really own the idea that Truly what honors me honors everyone. That when I honor my boundaries, I'm actually honoring the other person no matter who they are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's we're going to keep falling into that, that hole until we really internalize and believe that. Stand up. Mm -hmm. Have the courage. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage. Um, I love that you brought up, yeah, the honesty piece because sometimes we're not being honest with ourselves and then we're not being honest with the other person. Um, or for me, what was huge, I had a big wound. I wanted other people to set my boundaries for me. I didn't mm. want to have to speak them. That was a very big resentment for me. I thought people should just know. 
Exactly. People should just know how to respect me. People if you loved know. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it was a really big thing for me to let go of that idea that other people were responsible and then take responsibility for setting and honoring my own boundaries. Well, that's what empowers you. When we take our own responsibility, we feel empowered. No matter how tough it is, it just it strengthens our core and we feel that mm-hmm. um, powerful statement coming out. Like, I just did that. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's a big thing to celebrate. Um, the other thing that came up when you were speaking was um, clarity in, like, what, what were, if I say, you know, Maria, I need you to respect me more. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, super vague. Super vague. You're not going to have any clue what I'm saying uh, because respect to you may be totally yeah. different than what I'm saying. And so being specific about what it is you want. If I say, you know, Marie, I'm really craving comfort. Can you give me a hug? Mm-hmm. That's very specific, right? Marie, I need more respect. Can you please, I don't know, show up on time? There's like, those are the things that are their specific requests Mm -hmm. instead of um, beating around the bush or assuming that the other person knows what you're talking about. When there's assumptions, that's really going to get you into trouble. Um, Specifically saying, honey, uh, I want you to put your phone down when you're talking to me. I want you to hold my hand more in public. Mm -hmm. Um, Any of those things, like be specific. Be clear about exactly what you want um, because there's a lot of miscommunication that happens when we're just using fluffy words. And most often people will, most often people want to support you Mm -hmm. and they just don't know how. Or you'll explore a deeper issue. Sometimes if you make a request and you say, you know, I, I want you to hold my hand more. Maybe there's something deeper. Maybe there's some, well, I want to, but I always feel like you pull away or uh, I don't Whatever know. the issue um, is. But whatever is happening, like if you make a specific action request, you'll get to um, reveal something underneath that uh, when you have those specific conversations. Well, and that's how your relationship gets deeper and better is because you're very clear. Do we yes. have any questions? I no don't. Questions. I don't see any. I appreciate everybody being here. We I just have really good listeners. We do. <laughs> um, with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today. Unless any of you guys want to pop in with a question, um, but yeah, this has been great. Clarity is like where it all starts. It's the most important responsibility. Most important for have. me to be clear. <laughs> yes, um, that is your side of the street. That's your side of the street. (laughs) My side of the street is being clear about what I want and need and communicating that. And um, so I don't don't get to have any control over how other people react, but I have 100% responsibility what I say, how I communicate, and how clear I am. So with that, let's wrap up this week. Um, We would love to hear any questions or comments that you have about what's been shared today or if you have a topic request. We always love those as well. You can reach out to me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. And if you disagree with us, tell us that too, because we love that inquiry and diving in and exploring those issues. So, yeah, definitely. Um, We are all about the courageous conversations. 
Let's um, do it. Yeah. Yeah. We want great relationships. And that requires vulnerability and honesty mm-hmm. and courage. Yeah, totally. So bring us, send us all the, all the things. And again, you can see us every week um, on our Facebook group page. On Thursdays. Which is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations. And you can find us on all the other uh, podcast platforms. With that, I hope you have a fantastic week. And we will see you all again next Thursday. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.